Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in, Young Hustlers. Andreas and I are going to be talking about being intentional. Being intentional, what did you just call it? Call being intentional. Oh, well, 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 I originally wanted the name to be putting it out there, but... Putting it out there. Uh, you said being intentional sounds cooler, so... Yeah, so the question that I had for you is, what did you even mean by um, putting it out there? What did you want to talk about? So if you want to go deeper into the, 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 the reasoning why I said that, well... I think putting it out there is really like, you know how like people always say, I want to do this, I want to do that, I want to become this person, I want to, they, they, they say it to themselves or they see it, they say it behind the scenes, right? Right. But they don't act upon it, right? They, a, lot, a lot of people are like, they, they say a lot, they want to do all this, but they don't actually execute, sure. right? So, and, and another thing is they're afraid to speak their dreams. They're afraid Dude, to tell people. Everybody's afraid. The, the worst thing is right now, everybody has this, everybody is more scared to lose right. than they are excited to win. Okay, well, <laughs> I guess they're scared of the process. And the process is, uh, the process is what's much, it's scarier than the actual, like actually, people are scared of the outcome. They're scared that if they do lose, it's going to affect them in a they're negative way. They're more scared to lose than their desire is to win. That's it. That just summarizes it right uh, there. One of the cool things of why I like to say put it out there is sometimes the more you say it, the more you tell people, right, about what you want to become. Sure. It, it, it kind of, you can call it accountability, right? Yeah. And the more you say it, the, the more real it becomes. Because you, you start, the more you talk about it, you start convincing yourself that you are going to be that person. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, like, it's, this ain't no mental illness we're talking about this. I'm talking about, like, that's something that's realistic. That's something that's reasonable. Like, if I start saying I want to be six feet tall, right? Like, <laughs> you know, it, it doesn't matter how many times I say it. it well, it's not going to happen. Security, I wish I was six five, you know? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like... I can say it every day and pray yeah. to God that I'm going to get to become six feet, but I ain't going to happen. Okay, so right? then let's hone this into business. You said put it out there. I said call it being intentional. The difference is it's the same thing. It's just packaged differently. What I meant by being intentional is shit. Like instead of you saying I'm going to put my business out there and I'm going to, and I'm going to do all these things, why not the next time you go and you do bump into someone? I'll give you a perfect example. I was at the lake. I saw someone I went to high school with. I hadn't mm-hmm. seen her in probably a decade, man. It was almost 10 years. Mm-hmm. And, I was, and I remember her last name and I was like, hey, so-and-so, how's it going? What have you been up to? And I remembered from a while back, I saw on her Instagram, she was doing like photography and travels. Like I'm like, you still doing that? Is that still something you're about? She's like, yeah, absolutely. Blah, blah, blah. She spoke, she spoke. And then came in the intentional part. I was like, well, you know what I'm doing, right? And she's like, of course. I was like, so what's going on? When are we buying a house? And that's the difference of being intentional. Okay, you know so I, mean? I, I, I guess we were two different zones at the same time. We thought we were talking about the same thing, but we're actually in two different realities altogether. Right, I'm talking on. about my dreams and hopes and future goals, and here you're talking about how you can land your next real estate client. <laughs> Which ties right into your future goals and dreams, bro. It's a it's a yeah, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. That's smart. It's, it's, a, it's a good way to do it. Um, you know what? I, I sometimes find myself... Uh, like sometimes I have a hard time, you know, throwing in my pitch in a day to day conversation. But if like you just do it in a fun, playful way. It's super simple. Like what I just said to you. Like in no way would she be like, 
oh, that's weird. No, I'm on my purpose. She knows I'm doing real estate. And then I bug her about it. And she's like, yeah, of course. Like, when we're buying, we're going for you. Here's and, our plan. And you're, that's smart because you're, like, feeding into her head. Like, you're, like, think about me. You think about me and, like, when you do sell real estate, you're not thinking about anyone else except Andreas. Yeah. And that that is the solid way of doing it. It's a smart yeah. way. And we were just talking about, can I interrupt you? We were just talking about the different offices of joining different offices. And one office has this cost and another one has this one. And they're much different. The, the, to the background to that story as well, before we're talking about different offices, I was mentioning to Andreas, I'm like, um, my dad, when he worked at this uh, royalty page, it was, uh, I would say, uh, a premium type of realty office. I mean, you it's, probably would think different. Better than most. Better than most, right? <laughs> and... Uh, now he's in SRS, which is like equivalent to like a small mom and pop, no name type of realty office. Now, if anyone's listening who's in SRS, I'm sorry, but it's I'm just the way it is. <laughs> but in any case, my Too dad was better. telling me he was a lot more productive. He There was so much more sales activity. It was a better environment and he made a lot more money being a realty page. Um, so what do you think that is? And it's a community, the people around you, the quality. It's a barrier of entry, dude. If your barrier to entry is high, if you have a lot of qualifications for someone to join, if you have a higher cost of entry, you're going to attract a different kind of person. Right. I agree with you. I, I would totally right? agree Right? So let's you. go, let's talk about 1%, which all realtors hate. <laughs> because and they're a low fee, the, low yeah, service, yeah. low training, whatever the heck. Okay, I'm bashing on I'm not allowed to be, but whatever. But the, the good thing about 1%, uh, in terms of a business standpoint, if you were the owner of 1%, you know what they're trying to aim at? What? Volume of agents. I don't want to do volume. Dude. No, no. Pretend, let's, per, let's forget that you're a realtor. Okay, so let's put the volume out of this for a second. It's not even the volume. No, no, no forget it's about the mindset. The, no, no I, exactly, exactly. But forget about you being a realtor. If we want to talk business, let me tell you business. Yeah. If, if one, okay, if you're thinking of the perspective as a realtor, and I, I agree with you, it's not the best place for you to be. Not the best environment. But if you were the owner of 1% Realty, now I don't know the sales figures, I don't know the volume of how many agents they have, but I would imagine they're aiming... <laughs> Towards okay. high volume. Dude, 1% does less than 1% of the business. <laughs> okay. No, like legit, statistically, 1% does less than 1% of the business. I, I guess, it, maybe it's a failed attempt. They they, they try to get volume saying, of agents. If you're going to put the same effort crap. in, yeah. you might as well do it at a premium. Well, exactly. As a realtor, 100%, and I agree. And I think that's where they screwed up on. They're trying to probably aim for like volume of agents okay, and make their membership. For a sec. What, I was trying, what I was trying to say <laughs> with this is... The difference is in, let's say, your dad's performance before and after, different point of life, different things that are interesting to him and what he's accomplishing, sure. But mm-hmm. when he's hanging out with all guys at, like, Remax office, we average, we have over 100 agents. Our average per agent is over $200,000. The average agent sitting in that office makes over two hundred grand. Now, let's say you walk That's over incredible. to whatever, Team 3000, some other office. Their average is around thirty-five to forty-five to fifty-five thousand dollars per agent. So the difference between the fees might be three times. But what about the mentality of the people that you're surrounding yourself with? What about the quality of the individuals? What about the amount of business? What becomes normal? Does fifty grand a year become normal or two hundred grand a year? And then if you look at that gap, are you really complaining that mm-hmm. we have a fifteen thousand mm-hmm. dollar higher cost of joining us? I see what you're then saying. It becomes, it, it, it's the same thing. It's like the people you hang out with is who you become, right? 100%. And uh, like if you're the quality of people you hang out with is a different level than 
a low entry realty, then you're going to be that much better. And people will trust you more because it's based on association, right? And it's not, It is association and it's training too. Like our business costs a lot of money to run, which means we have to produce a lot of volume. If we don't, we mm-hmm. can't afford to Higher stay. standards, higher standards, right? We can't afford to stay. If the average agent needs to do five deals at whatever, that agency, mm-hmm. and it only costs them 300 bucks to join them, then it's not an issue for them to do five deals a year, but then they only make $35,000 a year. You're right. I guess it's more for the part-time realtor who wants to make a side deal once in a while and they well. suck they they if you're if you're a realtor and you think you're gonna do part-time you suck don't do it <laughs> no don't waste your time go get even, a job you'll make more money it's not even about that it's not worth they it do suck, but that's not the issue, the issue you ruin the market you guys the issue is you get you're, you're entrusted with let's say a million dollars somebody's everything easy easy and now mister i've done I do one deal every three months is going to manage and negotiate a million dollar portfolio. That's a disservice because there's a lack of training. But whose fault is that really? Is that the realtor's fault or is that the client not it's doing their homework? Fault, like, but can you really blame that realtor for trying to make a, you know, trying to make a, like a commission check or is it the client not doing their homework, not, you know, interviewing more than one realtor? There's like always, who, who what was, there's always going to be people that gravitate to the, What's cheapest trade? Hey, man, I like my discounts. <laughs> but you're right. A million dollar property asset now, on average, it's like five, what, 600 plus? Yeah, it's almost like 850. Well, what's 10, 15,000 going to do to you? Like, seriously, it's it's a smart move. Well, what 10, 15,000 in investing in the right agent is going to do is you might land an extra 50 grand. Well, that you exactly. Have. And if people start to penny Cost pinch on that, price. exactly. Anyways, we were starting, we were getting off topic. We we're talking about being intentional in your business. What do you do in your business right now? How are you intentional about it? Oh, we'll put you on the spot. Ooh, ooh, how am I intentional? Something I had to think about, really. Yeah, like, I'll plug in if you want to think on it. Um, maybe throw something at me. Okay. Um, I just told you the way that my my social media account is run is so that at the end of the day, if I bump into someone, they feel like they know me already. So everything's a warm lead. Right. So that's how I'm being intentional. I'm also pretty like opinionated, which is intentional because there's a certain kind of clientele that I want. There's a certain clientele. That I, I feel I feel I'm close to that being opinionated, and um, for the most part. I let my work kind of speak for itself. Mm-hmm. And that's what I feel like goes, that's what's been working for me. And it's gone a long Dude, way. It has, because you put your nose down, you grind it. As a result, you did the small stuff, then the medium stuff, then the big stuff, now the big commercial stuff. And then when you're there, you're working off of a different sphere because you've done so much volume. So you have so much repeat business and so much referral business. And you know what? As I was like, when I first started, I did a lot of social media marketing. I yeah. put a lot out there. Yeah. And I, I had made controversial videos. Yeah, you did. And you did. I remember that. That was great, dude. And one of my most controversial videos that I did make yeah. actually ended up hitting 13,000 views in a matter of 48 hours. That's awesome. And it was against, it was like landlord versus tenant, something yeah, like that, right? And, but and, there's one problem to that. What? My office manager, who owned the, the manager. my brokerage, yeah, the course. owner of the brokerage came at me and told me to shoot it down, take it off. Yeah. Like why? No. I'm like I'm this kid. This, this is why awesome. you gotta work for yourself, man. And this is why he's doing what he's doing. Because she was afraid. Yeah, um, I'm not gonna say names, but she was afraid that I may get lose my license. A real estate account's oh, gonna dude, hit. Whatever. I mean, at the end of the day, what was your focus? Your focus. You told me back in the day. I said that's some controversial shit, and you said yes, it is. But I'm not trying to get tenants. I'm trying to get landlords. 
Exactly. You're right. You're right. And now I was like almost attacking maybe the government more so, so to speak in the way they were allowing what allowing tenants what were, you were doing is what you they were spot, allowed to you do. You were spotlighting right? what the actual issues were. You were taking the issues and how landlords are being screwed by the rules and you made a very provocative video about it. And that's great, dude. Uh, actually, from what I from what I recall, it was like 13,000 plus views and I think it was about 40 shares. Yeah. And uh, that... Yeah, gave me an intro into the business. Dude, you looked like you were the person that knew what they were talking about, and, and sort of speak, yeah, sided with you, yes, right away. And every single comment, for the most part, I would say about ninety percent of the comments were from landlords agreeing with me. The people who sh- shared it were all landlords, and everybody else, tenants. They're all tenants bitching about it. Yes, right? so people were 100%. bashing. Yeah, yeah, and I, I got a lot of hate, like when I, I hate mail, but like more so like hate but, messages. Yo, that's what put you on the map because you put out enough of those videos that you became an authority yeah. in that space. That's a, it's a good way to put it. You're right? right. I think I was one of the few who actually did did that. And, and now, uh, the, yeah, go ahead. And ever since then, that day, yeah. I was actually getting a bunch of random calls from random people. Yeah. I had no idea who they were, yeah. calling me and asking me questions and help. I was actually, I've never till this day, I've never refused to help someone for free. Like for example, if someone's stuck in a shitty situation. Yeah. Um, I do have eviction services I charge for, right? Yeah. But whenever someone asks me that, can you help me? I'm kind of stuck. I don't know what to do. Yeah. I'll give them, I'll, I'll point them the right direction. I have to be careful what kind of advice I can give them, but I right. point them the right way. You've always done that for me. And remember the first couple of years that you were doing property management, I kept calling you. I was like, yo, what, what do you do in this situation and that situation? Right, right. Remember that? Yeah. And I had, I was forced to learn a lot of different things yeah. and different techniques and different ways of how we run this business. But because of that, mm-hmm. and I think maybe that's how my, my way of being intentional was all about. Yo, I by, agree with that. Uh, helping. I agree with by that. By educating and teaching for free. And yeah, then not, years, expecting years nothing in return. So you, be, nothing. you became the authority in it. People kept calling you and asking you for opinions. And then years later, those same people would refer you business or do business with you. But you put it out there. Now your intentional is a little bit different as well. I think you should start making some cool videos like that again. Because you have the freedom to do it now more so than you did before. But you're now intentional... Remember, you were talking about a year ago, two years ago, when I was like, bro, team, 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 build a team. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like, right. Your time's too valuable now. Go and have somebody else do work for 15 bucks an hour so that you can have an extra 20 hours free that you can go and do this in a month, right? Because I told you, I said, look at, if, if your job can be replicated for $15 an hour, and in one month, let's say it costs you $2,000 to hire that, hire that assistant, but in one month, you have 15 hours extra, time that trade-off is worth it because in 15 hours you can go and land let's say it's another five clients right and make a 500 residual mm-hmm. moving forward 100 100 now it's all a numbers game at that after that yeah now you're now you're now you're like full team bro hey man that, that's the dream that's the goal i mean the hardest part of where we are and uh, like this is part of the biggest reason why big corporations go to major cities even though it's so expensive already in these major corporations they go the go to these places because it attracts quality talent workers yeah and like i put an ad up for the last i'm telling i'm shit, shit you not for the last six months i put an ad up for a property manager and the quality app like the applicants i've been getting are just crap yeah. just crap because the biggest reason is I, I'm sure I could do a lot better on the ad, right? But I was just kind of testing the field. Yeah. But at the same time, it's the area we, we are in. And mm-hmm. uh, finding quality, skilled, 
employees, workers, team sure. colleagues, whatever you call them, right? You, you know why, Jason? It's very simple, bro. You run your business like your business and you care for it because it's your business. Mm-hmm. You hire someone and they're never going to treat it the same. Yeah, the goal is to find someone who can do 80% as much. Like, That's it. 80%. That's it. But even then, man. Yo, 80 is good. <laughs> 80 is good because you're doing it 500 yeah. times better than average. Let's say they can yeah. do 80. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, at 400%, you're yeah. good. Yeah. I actually, uh, my old job, when I used to work at Rogers, um, at the Christmas party, and uh, the, the guy, it's a franchise model, Rogers, and it's a Rogers Telecom company, right? Yeah. Um, he runs about 30, I would say imagine 30 plus stores, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And over hundreds of employees. I asked him at the Christmas party, and this is a guy, he's the owner, and people are afraid to approach this guy. And he was just at the bar. No one's talking to this guy, so I'm like, you know what, what the hell? Like, yeah. he's my boss, I should talk to him. And I, this is like, I only meet him once a year, right? Anyways, I go up to him. I say, hey, what's up? I didn't, like, try to suck up to him, just shoot the shit with him. I asked him one question. I'm like, what advice would you give me if I were to start my own business? What is the one piece of advice you would give me that would help me grow my business, right? And this is what he told me. And he was really genuine. He's like, honestly, the secret to this recipe, to this business, isn't the business itself. It's that if you can find someone to run your business or someone if you can find workers employees you'll, he's like you'll never find someone as much as you like what you said address but he said if you can find someone as 80 percent as much as you mm-hmm. you'll be successful yeah. that is the secret to this yeah. whole thing and i thought about it and me and then i was younger then it was like things four yeah. years ago and it made me realize like I mean, I've been like searching for the person who could do better than me, who's smarter yeah. than me. Yeah. But then I realized I'm like, fuck. You know, if they were, they then, wanna... then they'd be running the company or they'd be getting paid. Exactly. A six figure assistant salary. You exactly. Know I mean? Like so, you're expecting six figure work from people that would make $30,000 a year. <laughs> well, <laughs> put it in that perspective. <laughs> That's it, bro. That is your perspective, man. Oh, yeah. Okay, the key is we were talking about it. You got to duplicate yourself. You got to find a different source of passive income. I told, like, Jason earlier, like, I'd rather be in a position where I'm making 10K a month residually than 25K where I have to go work for it. Because if you're making 10K, now all of a sudden you have a couple hours that you have to manage your business. But it might leave you with 100 hours extra a month that you can go, what do I want to do? Where do I want to invest it? Who do Mm -hmm. I want to learn from? Where do I want to grow? Way, way, way better. So my focus is going to be just residual income moving forward. The next few years it has to be. Because like, look, man, shit's changing. Economy's changing. Houses are on the market forever. Even now, like most realtors are gone. They all just took off. They all went on holidays. There's no point sitting around because they have to do 10 times of work for one-tenth of the, the results right now, right? So... You need to come up with a secondary source of income so that in the event that something happens, that you're not crushed by it. So, so Andres, are you being intentional or are you putting it out there? I'm being intentional <laughs> by putting it out there, bro. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Young Hustlers, it was Andres and I. It was amazing for you to all listen. Um, it would... <laughs> I, I told you to screwed up the ending there. But anyway, anybody, if it would mean so much to us if you, you know, if you could share our, if you, if, if you took anything from this conversation, you learned anything from this conversation, please tell your friends and family, share our page. I mean, sh- you know, share this podcast, wherever you're listening it on, share it, like it, comment it on, and, uh,
shooting me in your Last wallet. thing. The only thing that I would really, really like to bring up, guys, if you have any questions, if you want to hear about certain topics that are happening right now, business, entrepreneurial, different facets of it, message us privately and we'll take that conversation piece out on the air next time. Awesome. All right. Take care.